0: Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And bitch, well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym. It's for bank, inbox, time, connection, and harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to the Efficiency Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. So today's a little impromptu. End of the day, I'm a little tired. (laughs) Had a lot going on. I had a really busy week, and some things were on my mind that I just felt like I needed to to share. I just got home from my son's basketball game, and I was at our practice. We were at his practice, and I was with some other moms. And this other mom who is amazing and wonderful in every way. She's got two kids who are five and seven, and Full time job. Her husband works full time. She's doing it, right? Like full time rat race, all the things. And she was just sharing how burnt out she was. And they've got a couple medical things happening. And there was a car issue, like the air conditioning didn't work or something. And then she was sharing how she um, was feeling guilty that she couldn't go to one of the school events. And Then that she volunteered at lunch and this lady yelled at her, and how crappy it made her feel. And I just, it brought me like right back to where I was a couple of years ago before I hit that level of something's got to change. And for me, being a working mom, I wanted to be at all the things, right? I wanted to be. At lunch every day, I wanted to be in PTO. I wanted to be Girl Scout troop leader. I wanted, and I did it. I did every single one of those things while I was working full time. And it brought me to a level of depression and frustration and anger and resentment for my life that no mother should ever feel. And that's why I feel so strongly about this message today. I want you to hear if you are that mom who's going through that right now where you're thinking, I wish I was able to show up to my kids' school lunch like their friends' moms. I wish I was able to do every single one of the events that goes on at school. I wish I was able to go to PTO meetings or be their basketball coach or be their whatever. Whatever. Just know that you having the space and time for yourself is far more important than burning yourself out for all of those things. Because here's the secret that I want you to know they won't remember if you were at the school lunches once in a while. They won't remember if you did all the things. My kids now are 8, 10, and 12. My 12-year-old, when she started kindergarten, I was her Girl Scout troop leader, and I was her kindergarten room mom, and I was the PTO treasurer, then turned PTO president. I did all of that from kindergarten to third grade for her. So four solid years of it. She has zero memory of me doing any of those things. Zero. And all the time, I thought I was doing it for her. But what I realized along the way of my own journey is that it wasn't actually about her. I thought it was in the moment, but it was really that inner drive to be super mom. I thought I needed to be able to do absolutely everything and say I do all of the things to feel worthy as a mother. I I felt this and I don't want to say competition because by nature, I'm not a terribly competitive person. It's just not who I am. But I like to be good at stuff. And if I'm not good at something, I usually just don't do it, which is why I say I'm not competitive, because you won't catch me playing volleyball. I suck at it. I just don't have that in me. But when I became a mom, it was like, crap, i got to be great at this. And I thought that's what that looked like. And over the last several years, I've done a lot of work on myself in this area. And I've talked to a lot of other women on the podcast and interviewing them for my book. And what I've found is that everybody has their own space in where those things, those school things or those volunteer things make us feel. I know one woman who is going through a pretty ugly time in her marriage. She doesn't want to be in the house. So she spends an extraordinary amount of time at the school volunteering for lunches, helping decorate, helping in classrooms. It fulfills her because she can stay out of the house where she doesn't want to be where her husband is because he works from home. I know other women who are vets who have come home from Afghanistan or wherever they were deployed and they're on disability. And so they can't get a nine to five job, even though they want to. But they can't because if they do, then their disability stuff gets messed up or they can't because they're actually disabled. And they've spent a lot of time volunteering at the school as well. And so if those circumstances aren't yours and you see these other women doing these things, maybe you assume that you should be doing them, too. And what I want you to hear from me is we each have a time and a season for those types of activities. And so if that time and season is not here for you right now, where volunteering at the school is not going to work for you, for your kindergartner, maybe it will work when they're in fourth grade. Maybe it will work when they're in high school. Maybe it will work when it's your grandkids. But it's totally okay, 100% acceptable to not do that stuff when it's not the right time for you. I used to say yes to everything. Now I say no to almost everything that doesn't suit me in my moment. I'm not great at it. I'm getting, I'm a lot better than I used to be. And some of the things that really help me to decide is will that make me feel good or will that make me feel bad when I'm doing those items? So for example, it's August here and there's uh, right now and there's just not here, it's August everywhere, (laughs) but it's August right now when I'm recording this. And they're going to start talking about the boobash for school. And I was at a school sporting event the other day. My daughter's on the volleyball team and some of the moms were starting to talk about if they're volunteering for the boobash. And I thought, if I volunteer for the boobash to help, it's going to completely interfere with my fall status at work. I have a lot that goes on. My business is we're a bookkeeping and CFO company and we typically take on the majority of our clients in the fall because most small businesses owners start to think, oh, I haven't done my bookkeeping all year. And they call us to catch them up and clean them up. So I thought, no, I right now I have some time to support. But in October, I'm not going to have that time to support because that's when my clients start pouring in so i have nope can't do boobash sorry not going to help but i'm happy to donate supplies right if necessary or required for the sporting events this week my husband's out of town i've got three kids two different schools three different pickup times because of sports this week one of my kids has an away game she has to be there at three forty-five. there's no bus i have to be in two other places at the exact same time My husband's gone. I'm trying to juggle my job. Those types of things, if I had also added volunteering for something and being late to one of those events would put me right back over the edge where I used to be. And I used to do that. And I just, I want you to know if you're going through that phase of life where you feel like you're obligated to do the things out of shame or out of guilt for not participating. You need to take a giant breath and take a step back and say, This just isn't the time for those things for me. There will be time. You will have the opportunity to volunteer in some way, shape, or form at your child's school in the future, just not right now. And if you are one of those mothers who is constantly pouring into the PTO, thank you because not all of us are able to. And we appreciate not being shamed for it. (laughs) One of my favorite things to say to people when I was on the PTO, was thank you so much for your suggestion. If you'd like to participate, then we're always looking for volunteers. And it was almost this like backhanded way of saying, stop complaining and start helping. And so it it shamed a lot of people, quite honestly, into participating because they thought, oh, if I need to give feedback of any kind, I have to be in the PTO. And I just, I'm just not here for that. I think you'd voice your opinion, be kind about it, recognize that they're freaking volunteers. Don't be a jerk, but volunteer your voice and volunteer what you have to say and recognize that maybe you don't need to participate in planning it. It's hard. You guys, it really is. I still go through it every day um, trying to make those decisions. And sometimes I say yes. And then I call the person back and say, you know what? I overcommitted. I'm sorry. I can't do that. And it, has saved my sanity over. Uh, uh, this has been an active practice for me for over three years now, almost four, and I can honestly tell you my life has never been better. There are still times where I'm, I'm overcommitted, particularly right now, like with my daughter playing school sports. That this is our first time we've ever done that, which is why I keep bringing it up because it's brand new to us. She has practice every day from five to seven o'clock, plus homework and other kids drop us and and their minor activities. This is the first like real competitive sport any of my kids have ever played. It's a new season for me. And if I want to let her do that, I'm going to have to let us settle in. And there won't be any lunchtime volunteering in my future. I also won't be signing up for the stock schedule as I settle into these things. So I don't know if you needed to hear that today. But if you did, I hope, I hope it helps if this message resonates with you and you think someone else needs to hear it. I hope you share. I hope you're subscribed to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast so you never miss our weekly episodes. And until next time, I'm Melissa Liam. See ya. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you.